These are stories about murder. (gasps) Could there be a hidden clue? Things that are exceptionally alarming. Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates. Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. (laughs) In Germany, before a royal court. Thought she was Polish. No, the magician is Polish. This is three shots in. And today we're talking about... Hey everyone, welcome to Three Shots In. I'm Jake. I'm Jess and this is episode 13. This is episode 13, that's correct. And we're talking all about temples. We're talking all about them. That's right. We are in fact talking about temples. Could be really anything that has to do with a temple. Your body is a temple. Your body is a temple. You have temples on On your body. Either side of your forehead. Uh Uh-huh. That's true. You have temples that you worship, fucking deities and shit. The legend of the hidden temple. True. Right. The Temple of Doom. That was Temple a, of Doom. an Indiana Jones movie. It was. Well, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, but even a bigger thanks to those of you who are better than others. And that would be our wonderful patrons. Thank you, patrons. You for- guys are so fantastic. You've been funneling us cash. Filling our hearts and our wallets. That's correct. And we've been rewarding you. You have been receiving a super secret podcast. We'll get into that way later in this episode. And you've also been getting extra additional little bonus stories. So maybe you should think about being a patron. Go to threeshotsin.com. Become a patron right now. Shots tonight, Jess. Yes. We had shots of uh, tequila. We did. Quite a few of them. Oh, yeah. Seven, if my math adds up. I think that's correct. And then if I also recall, yeah, you like splashed a whole bunch of moonshine in your mouth and on your body. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. It was not great. No. Not enjoyable, but it did happen. (laughs) It did. Yes. And you're, you're pretty drunk. I am. What are you drinking? Water. (laughs) You're drinking some water. I have water. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm doing no better. I'm drinking some diet green tea. From Lipton. That's good. So, you know, watching that figure. Right. Getting hydrated. Uh-huh. Uh, updates. What do you got? What do you got for us, Jess? Hmm. Got any updates? I you Anything know, you want to talk about? Not really. Just um, super excited for YouTube. Ayo. Yeah. I, I have a little um, setup here. I did a little arts and crafts today. To make sure that our lighting is what did, it should be. You did that today? I did it today. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's pretty good. Or last night. I can't remember. Either way, I know I made um, further modifications today, whether the arts and crafts took place early this morning or perhaps late last night. I don't remember anymore because of all the shots we just took. Yeah. Either way, I took a cardboard box and I cut a big old hole in the middle. Yep. And then I taped um, a parchment paper sort of film over the hole. Yep. So that the light that we have um, wouldn't be so uh, fucking bright as fuck in, in our faces. And That's, it worked. It did do just that. It softened that light. It, it did. You created with a box, parchment paper, scissors, and tape. I did. A soft box. Yes. Which is fancy language of light that's strong enough to light you up, but soft enough that no one can see your double chin or your big nose. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Soft lights are, they do a wonder. A wonder. A wonder for people. Every single TV show you watch, they got soft lights. Yep. Every single movie, soft lights. Yeah. Every single model you've seen taking pictures with her little bikini and her little her little boobies and 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 amazing legs they got soft lights sometimes big boobies sometimes big boobies and amazing legs they always have amazing legs though right yes it is it is a wonder anyway yeah so good on you because i thought that would have taken you a lot more than just today so it was yeah and just recently very good uh for my update i really don't have much i thought of something 
and then I forgot it oh. as you were speaking. Ah. Yeah. It must not have been that important then. I don't think I ever really say anything important. I guess that's true. So, I I mean, you know, in and out. It's right. just gone. Yeah. Oh my god, that's my update. I really miss in and out. Yeah. God, I I would if you're in East Texas, I will murder you to get some in and out right now. Uh-huh. Like fuck, I really want a fucking double double animal style. Right. Animal style fries. Uh-huh. Dr Pepper. Uh-huh. Wash it all down. Right. Mm, I'd kill. I'd kill right now for that. You would kill someone? I would I would straight murder someone right now so that I can eat that. Oh my god. So watch out, bitch. That's crazy. I know. I know. Well, Jess. Yeah. Are you ready for the first wheel spin? I think I am. Okay. I'm going to spin it because you seem like you're a little spinny yourself. I am. Okay. So here we go. All right. If you treat your body like a temple, what would you describe yours as? So I think that's saying like, let's just say everyone treats their body like a temple. What would your temple be described as? Warm, inviting, friendly, um, and, um, fucking rad. Interesting. Tight. Oh, it'd be a tight temple. A tight, rad temple. That's how I would describe it personally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see. When I thought of my temple. Yeah. I thought of like. Probably lamer adjectives than what I came up with. I didn't know we were just saying adjectives, so I'm I was going to go into a whole thing. Sure. I'm just, but they're probably not as uh-huh. cool as the ones I thought of. Okay. So I was thinking more like a, like tarry. Tarry? Yeah. Like covered in tar. Okay. And like creepy, spooky. Okay. You know, everyone that goes in, no one comes back out type of thing. Sure. Um, There'd be some sort of creature inside of that temple. You know, you, you would go in and you would try to get to the center of the temple because clearly a temple this fucking dark and scary would have some sort of amazing treasure in the middle. There isn't. When you get to the middle, all you'll find is my views pen. Your views? Views. That is my nicotine <laughs> a little smoker here. Ah. It's like a jewel, but it's the knockoff. Right. Because, you know, your boy can't afford them jewels. The budget jewel. Budget jewel. The views. That's right. That's all you'd find in the middle. And you think, wow, fuck this. I need to go. But you will never leave. Whoa. That it, temple will fucking murder you. By the time you find it, it's too late. Yeah. It's over and done with. Whoa. Yeah. Your temple seems a lot nicer. I've got a nice temple. Like like your temple would would produce like tourist attraction. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People like everyone would come, wants to go right. to see your temple. Mm-hmm. People would whereas, come from far and wide to see what I've got in my temple. Whereas my temple right. would be like hidden. The legend of the hidden temple. It would be hidden in like the middle of fucking Yellowstone. Whoa. Right? Okay. You'd have to hike for miles just to find it. Uh-huh. And if you found it and went inside, you're dead. No one's ever going to see you again. Whoa. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean. Just got a lot of crazy stuff going a lot of, on. A lot of booby traps. Oh, my God. Emphasis on the booby. Whoa. Scary. Boobies, boobies are scary, Jess? Yeah. Booby traps. Okay. I mean, I would agree with you. I think so. I mean, I'm a big fan of boobies myself. I mean, listen, I'm not opposed. I just don't think I'm as big a fan as you. Of boobies? Yeah. I'm a bigger fan of the booties. Booties. The booties. With a T. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I love me a good booty. Danny's got a good one. She's got a fat one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her boobies. nice butt. Boobies with a B. They're not bad either. No, they're pretty good mm-hmm. as far as boobies go. Yeah. Just not huge into boobies. Okay. You know? Right. All they do is just slap me in the face, you know? Sure. Like, I don't necessarily like to be slapped. You know, I'm not an S&M. Sure. So. Right. You know what I am into, though? Booties. Do you know what? And also I'm into. What else? My story. Okay. We're talking about temples. Okay. Okay. Now, originally, I tried to find, like, cursed temples. You know? Right. Like, like temples that when people went into, they didn't come back out. Like, I described mine as being. Because like, that would be cool. Like the Egyptian pyramids? Kind of. Okay. Um, and it was just lame. It was a lot of a lot of bullshit. Like a lot of a lot of fake shit. By that you mean stuff you didn't believe. Correct. Okay. Like very much so. Didn't believe. I don't believe anyone has seen a mummy. 
You know what I mean? Sure. So anyway, then I looked up Temple Killer, right? Thinking maybe I'd find like some sort of priest who went on like a murder spree or something. <laughs> okay. Right? Because that'd be fucking awesome. Sure. I didn't. Instead, I found David Temple. Oh. Okay. David Temple is a man, an yes. American man. Yeah. And the facts that I have for you right now are current. Okay. We're up to date today. Yeah. So David Temple, right? That sounds kind of sort of interesting, doesn't it? The name? So interesting that there might be a documentary about him. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you should watch it because we're talking about a 22-year-old cold case and not just a regular cold case, a cold case that has been defrosted and frozen multiple times. Okay. It's a little confusing. I know. We will get there. Okay? Yes. So, David Temple lives in Texas. And in 1992, he married Belinda. And Belinda Temple became his wife. They met when they were studying at Stephen F. Austin State University. They completed their education. So they got their master's degrees or, or bachelor's with credentials or whatever. They both became high school teachers. Belinda worked as a special education teacher. And David was a football coach. Okay. Yeah. They had a son together. His name was Evan. Evan Temple. Now, in January of 1999, so about seven years into their marriage, Belinda was found dead Whoa. in her home. That's right. So, Belinda Temple, on January 11th, 1999, received a phone call from the daycare center where she would keep her son, Evan, and they informed her that he had a fever. Aww. She immediately left work. She rushed to pick him up from daycare, and apparently... David was in a meeting at work or something, so he was he was unable to be reached by okay. the daycare. All right. So when Belinda came from work, she stopped by her in-laws' house, so David Temple's parents, where she picked up soup. They apparently made soup for their sick little grandson. Very kind. And that was the last time that Belinda Temple would be seen alive. <gasps> oh, no. So now, receiving the message after getting out of his meeting, David Temple returned home. Yes. And he noticed immediately after entering his house that the back door glass was broken. He thought the worst, right? He thought, oh no, someone broke into my house. So before he checked on his wife, right? He took his son, Evan, ran him across the street to his neighbor's house, okay? Dropped Evan off, then ran back to his house to check on his wife. Okay. He knew that she was home. Well, when he went to check on Belinda, he found that she was shot to death in her closet. Whoa. Execution style, meaning on your knees, shot in the back of the head. Whoa. With a 12 gauge shotgun. Whoa, 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 so that's messy. A lot of messy. And to top it all off, Belinda was eight months pregnant. Oh no. That's right, both she and her fetal child were dead. Her fetus. Fetus. Um, so they both died, obviously, from a single gunshot blast, back of the head, close range, 12-gauge shotgun. Nothing can survive that. God. Um, so initial investigations into the murder pointed at Riley Joe Sanders. This was a teenage neighbor of theirs who they, they pinned, or they, not pinned, they uh, suspected of being the killer. Okay. Now, apparently, Riley had held a grudge against Belinda because she had told his parents that he was repeatedly skipping school. Okay. Right. Remember, they're both high school teachers, so odds are their neighbor's teenage kids go to their high school. Well, 2001, okay? Okay. A few days before Belinda's death, okay? This is 2001 when this came out. Uh-huh. This news broke out. But a few days before Belinda's death, back in 1999, David had confessed his love for Heather. That's right. So Heather was his mistress and he had told his wife that he was in love with her. And this oh, is a few days before she died. So he made it official. So in 2001, about two years after his wife's death, they got married. His wife? David married Heather, his mistress. I see, I see. After his wife, Belinda, was murdered. Got it. Yes. After a series of investigations, Temple, David Temple, was indicted for the murder of his wife in 2004. Okay, we're now at five years after her death. Okay. So the evidence that was presented at the trial 
cleared Sanders, remember the little kid, little mm-hmm. teenage kid that they suspected, mm-hmm. cleared him as of being a suspect. They had pieced together enough evidence that the prosecutors had come to the conclusion that David Temple was responsible for this murder. Um, according to prosecutors, the home invasion was almost definitely staged. Oh. Um, one of the prosecutors, Kelly Siegler, argued that there were holes in Temple's alibi, that David was obviously having an affair with Heather at the time, and he wanted to end his marriage so that he could be with her. All of this v- looks very bad yes. for David Temple. And in 2007, a jury also agreed, this looks really bad. And they found David guilty of murder of his wife. Oof. So after his murder trial began in the fall of 2007, um, news broke that during the trial, Belinda Temple's twin sister, okay, she had a twin as well. Okay. Described that her sister's relationship with David was antagonistic. And I don't really know what that means. Um, antagonistic. I guess I'm not sure. What's, do you have any more context to share? No, I must have deleted it from my notes. It makes it sound like- I destroyed my notes a lot. There's a whole lot of shit here. It makes it sound like antagonistic is in reference to um, her feeling like he's the antagonist of her story, you know? I see. Well, jury agreed with that statement because after a four week long trial, David Temple in November 2007 was sentenced to life in prison. Okay. He was convicted and sentenced. Um, but five years later, 2012, Stephen Clappart, okay, a investigator slash attorney or whatever. Uh, he, sorry, he was an investigator for the attorney's office. Um, came up with some interesting finds. He began to investigate and go through the case files after a new tip had come in on the case. Okay, this case was done. It wasn't even cold anymore, right? It was hot. Sure. Burnt. Yes and put away. Mm-hmm. And he felt that the trial was unfair. He had doubts about whether David Temple had killed his wife. He turned over the new findings to the attorneys on the David Temple case, okay? okay. And because of this, in 2015, David Temple's uh, attorneys secured a new hearing for the case because they also took a close examination and they believed that shit didn't line up. Okay. So they made their case to a judge and raised the argument that prosecutors hid or delayed revealing hundreds of pages of evidence to the defense team during the trial. Ooh. That's right. Kelly Siegler, who had prosecuted the case, um, was called to testify. And at the end of this month-long hearing in 2015, the jury sided with the defense team, meaning David Temple. Right. He listed 36 items of evidence that should have been turned over to the defense by prosecutors and were not. And therefore the jury recommended that David be given a new trial. Oh man. I know. 2016, the case was overturned. He, they, sorry. In 2016, the case was overturned. David was so excited. Uh, His conviction was overturned. And in December of 2016, he was released from prison. His brothers and parents welcomed him outside the prison. They took him home while Belinda's family was like really fucking pissed, right? Because they were like, no, this man killed my daughter and my cousin and my sister. Right. And my twin, right? Mm -hmm. They were super pissed off. Well, three years later, uh, June 2019, that's when the retrial began. Now, four days into the trial, Temple's wife, Heather, do you remember her? The mistress? Yes, I do. Four days into the trial, she filed for divorce from Temple. Citing a conflict of personalities in their marriage. That looks fucking terrible. Yeah. Looks terrible. Yes. The new prosecutor told the jury that the break-in details on the day of of, uh, the murder appeared staged, right? It was abnormal that nothing was stolen from the house during the break-in and that the family's dog didn't prevent the intruder from entering the home. Right. The neighborhood that they lived in had no history of crime, uh, no history of burglary, and that it was very, very, very rare for a burglar to break into a house in the middle of the day. Now, for 18 days, the jury listened to witness testimonies on both sides as they presented their case, you know, as court goes. And in August of 2019, after after the retrial was concluded, the jury took eight hours to, del- to deliberate on the case. Okay. 
and once again they found Temple guilty of murdering his pregnant wife in their home and they ruled that he should go back to prison. Goodness. Um, after they deliberated for now 19 hours over the course of three days on sentencing. I didn't know that juries decided sentencing, but apparently they do. Mm-hmm. And they did not come to a unanimous decision on the matter. And because of this, they had to reschedule a hearing for the sentencing of David Temple's case. Okay. It was resentenced to March of 2020, Ooh. which was then rescheduled because Jessica COVID pandemic. Oh no. Really hits you in the balls. It did. Mm-hmm. And so because of this, Jessica, he was convicted for the second time in June of 2019. But today, March 2023, he has still not been sentenced for it. Oof. Now he was put, he's put back in prison on a million dollar bond and he didn't pay it. He's still sitting in prison. Okay. And I think it's because he knows that he's gonna get a long time mm-hmm. and he might as well just sit in prison that he's comfortable in now. Just serve it now. And just serve it now and get time served on his sentence. I'm assuming that's what it is, but who knows? Because I was very shocked to hear that a court date in March of 2020 has still not been rescheduled three years later. Fucking ridiculous. That's crazy. So there you go, Jessica. That's my Temple story. Well done. All about David Temple. Very good. Apparently there's a documentary. I guarantee they explain this better than I did, but you know. Right. I'm far more entertaining. You are? So. More entertaining than a documentary. That's not saying a lot, though. Okay. I mean. Just saying. Backhanded compliments are. uh, I'm just saying. Documentaries are interesting. Super interesting. They're just a little boring. Okay, well, sorry that I didn't call up all of his friends and relatives and interview them and get their statements. I didn't ask you to- And on my podcast, Jessica. Okay, calm down. I didn't ask you to do that. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. We're going to go on break now. You need to eat a fucking snack. You're so drunk. I'm sorry. You're so drunk. I am. Be less drunk. Okay. Temple. Gosh, you can, you know, bury people in temples or like, you know, have like, like, like churches. Legend of the Hidden Temple. Is that what it's called? That's the Nickelodeon one with the slime and the the tiki face. Oh, yeah. No shit. Yeah, no, that's right. You're right. Summer Sanders. (laughs) The Barracudas. (laughs) (laughs) Blue Barracudas. Yeah, temples, dude. You can... You can sing in a temple, sacrifice in a temple for sure. Yes. You know, if I was going to take a thing, perhaps carved wood okay. of some kind and yeah. sacrifice it or perhaps burn it. Sure. As some kind of like effigy. <laughs> yeah. It would be something quality. Right. I would only want to sacrifice the most quality products. I feel like those are the sacrifices that count. You know who's... Products you should sacrifice. You should purchase and then sacrifice? Yeah. Who's? Our sponsors. That's right. Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. We'd like to thank Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. They are a company that makes woodcraft products. Like plaques with all sorts of hilarious sayings and coasters with sarcastic twists. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories like dice towers, dice dungeons, and DM screens. Everything is made here in the USA. Yes, a family-owned business. They use American wood in American hands. Nice. (laughs) They personally create all of their merchandise. Yes, they are close friends of ours, but that's the most that we'll say. It could be anyone, but they're fantastic. They are. They are fantastic, and it really could be anyone at all. We own many of their products. That's true. All of them are of great quality. The greatest you can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. Reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. That's Tilted, T-I-N-K-E-R. You should go and buy something from their website because they're awesome. And they love us, just like we love you. Dude. Jables. <laughs> Jables. Uh, you ever, you ever like just realize like, wow, I have a lot of rage 
Like the rage cage? No, we're not talking about fucking Tenacious D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about us. Um, rage. I, ha- I you ever have got, rage every now and then. You ever yeah. got just, just like, I mean, like ready to murder fucking rage? I don't experience that kind of rage now. Oh my God. So the other day, Uh-oh. I was driving to Grandma Barb's fucking birthday thing and I went down like the wrong road or whatever. So I had to do a U-turn. Uh-huh. And I go, I pull over to do a U-turn and I pull up in the street and do like, you know, one of those like turn. So basically I'm in the street, but I'm kind of like not. So I'm kind of my, my butt sticking out, like blocking <laughs> this road, whatever, okay. but it's a side road that no one's going to use. And so whatever. Meaning well, people can get around you very easily, very easily with no incident. Right. But I'm very clearly not just in one lane. Like I'm, I'm sticking out a little bit, but again, very simple to go around me. And so this car decides is, is turning left. Right. And does this tight, tight turn to where like, he's, I mean, about to hit me. Okay. And so I'm like, what the fuck? And then he looks at me and starts screaming at me. Right. He starts yelling at me Okay. for being like blocking his road or whatever. And I'm like, dude, this is like a fucking 15 foot road. There's, there's clearly room for three cars on this. You've road, got plenty of room, let alone bro. two. Okay. I'm, I'm in Danny's fucking Nissan Altima. It's not a big car. Okay. <laughs> And he starts yelling and he's getting close and he's not moving. I start, I get like, my rage just takes the fuck over. Yeah. I literally, I'm punching the fucking horn and I'm screaming at this fucker. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, and I'm like, I'm like, get the fuck out of the fucking way. And then he's like, he keeps yelling and I got him to shut up with what I said next. Okay. I mean, it's probably one of the darkest things I've ever said. Are you sure he understood you? Our windows were down. Okay. He heard me. All right. So I was yelling at this fucker. And I, I mean, my rage took over, right? And I was just so fucking angry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I will skin you in front of your fucking children, you piece of shit. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I was just, I was shaking. Oh, my right? gosh. And he was like, ooh, and wow. drove away. <laughs> he drove away down this road. And I was like, oh, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> and then I continued on to driving. But you ever been like at a grocery store and some fucking woman is like taking up like too much fucking space? Yeah. You know, and she's got like some fat ass children that are blocking your way. Sure. And so you're like, hey, like, excuse me, you know, because you want to walk by, you know, like we get it. You know, you really need to pick up some fucking Kraft mac and cheese for your fat ass kids. But like, please, I need to get by. I feel personally targeted. I'm not talking about you, bitch. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. And so uh, this is just this is just a. A random situation, okay? A hypothetical. Hypothetical. And this this fucking this fucking piece of shit, right? I literally, I'm like, excuse me, nothing. Okay. But she looks at me. Oh, she was rude and entitled. But she looks at me, right? When I said excuse me. So she knows I'm there. She definitely heard me. Okay. I say excuse me again. Doesn't do anything. Right? Now what is this? Now, I'm sorry, real quick, where are you? You're trying to get past her? I'm trying to walk past her, right? I'm walking down there. I just need to buy some pasta. And she's blocking me because her fat ass kids are trying to pick, figure out which fucking superhero they want in their craft mac and cheese. The pasta aisle? Yeah. Their, the, their like cart is in the way? Not only is their cart blocking half the aisle, Yeah. their fat asses are blocking the other half. Got it. They're blocking the whole thing. Okay. Okay? Because their asses are so massive, uh-huh. including these fucking kids. By the way, how dare you let your eight-year-old kid be like 200 pounds? You it know what really, I mean? really hurts me it's to disgusting. see that. It disgusting. makes me so sad. Anyway, so this fat bitch. I say that and you can clearly hear food. But <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We can eat food and you can't get you fat. <laughs> I love watching 600 pound life. <laughs> I love eating while watching my 600 pound life. It makes me feel life. so good. I'll literally have like a whole DiGiorno pizza like on my chest. <laughs> Dipping it in ranch as I'm eating it. <laughs> watching watching these fat people have to eat like a thousand calories of like a liquid diet every day. And like they, they are like, oh, you only lost 40 pounds. I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. You didn't lose the After 50 their, pounds. Their gastric bypass surgery where they're like two bites of jello and they're like, I feel sick. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing makes me feel better than that.
Oh, any, anyway. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so I say excuse me for a second time to this woman. And she doesn't even look at me this time. But I know she know. I know she heard me. She's definitely seen me. And there's no way that she isn't aware that her fat ass and her two kids' fat asses are not blocking this aisle. Like, she knows this, right? And so the rage, right? The rage just takes over. Okay. And we're in this fucking Walmart. You okay? threatened to skin her. And them the up. rage just takes over. Threatened and I was, to skin well, her in no, front I of her. No, I didn't kids. threaten to skin her in front of her children. There's too much skin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I but, understand. <laughs> but I too was, much work. Yeah, I was like, and I was like, I was like, can you please get the fuck out of my way? And she looks over at me. She's like, <gasps> and I'm like, well, and I'm just staring at her fucking wide eyed. And she like moves her kids. And I'm like, thanks. And keep fucking walking. <laughs> oh, I wanted to, fuck, I wanted to roast her kids in front of her. You know what I mean? Dude, I just Why get, are you so mean? I just get filled with fucking rage sometimes, you God, know? Yeah, you're such a mean I feel like it's meanie. seasonal. I feel like it <laughs> I feel like it's seasonal. seasonal. Yeah, I feel like it's seasonal. It's seasonal rage. Cause like <laughs> I can go a whole I can I can I would have there's sometimes I can just stand in that aisle and just wait, you know? Yeah. I'm like, ah, I'll just wait. No big deal. I'll just wait. But then other times, you make me wait for three seconds and I will threaten to skin you in front of your children. You know what I mean? Like You say sometimes. I feel like what you mean is most times. Uh fifty one percent of the time. I feel like it's more like 75% of the time. I don't know. I just feel like it. You know what? You know what it is? Mm. When I'm with Danny, yeah. I'm more patient with people. Yeah. When I'm at the Walmart alone, rage. <laughs> the yeah. rage just takes over. Okay. And I just want to fucking murder motherfuckers. You're not confrontational? I really don't think so. I don't think you'd think so either. Because to them, I just say, excuse me, and I would move through. Meaning if you're in the way, I'm moving. You don't want to touch me. You better move. I like that. Because I'm coming through anyway. Mm -hmm. Like I, my ass is rubbing against something. <laughs> like I'm passing through. If you're not moving, like get ready. Yeah. So take one step off to the side or fucking deal. Cause I'm coming through anyway. Yeah. I like that. That's my motto. That's what I do. Like, I don't get, I don't give a shit what your family situation is. I'm moving through. That's it. You won't see me, but for like a couple of seconds and I'm, I'm in and out of your life. Well, and also, you know, we're different in that I'm waiting for the day, waiting for someone to try to attack me in a parking lot, <laughs> you know? Like I've been waiting my whole life for this moment for someone to attack me in a parking lot. I'm not waiting. I really hope they don't. Oh, I sincerely do. I really, no, really, I hope. would, I would love that because then I get to fucking knife a bitch. I don't want to. Oh, I just want to knife someone, you know? Also, I wouldn't use my knife. I just got my revolver right here. Uh, see, that's too fast, but I wouldn't want to make it last either. That's what I'm saying. Like, just don't do it. Look, I'm not saying- And then need, I saying, don't have to kill you. I'm not saying they need to die, right? If I shot them, they'd be dead. If I stab them, they'll live and they'll just sit in pain on the floor, floor fucking screaming in pain because they just got stabbed. Right. Right? Right. I'm like, you shouldn't have fucking attacked me, bitch. You thought I was weak because I drive a Ford Focus. I was driving over here and there was crazy amounts of traffic and I'm in my little Ford Focus, right? That I don't give a shit about, right? Crash into me, bitch. I don't care. I'll make money if you crash into me, right? My insurance plan will give me more money than my car is worth, okay? My car is worth fucking nothing. <laughs> like I will I will profit from you crashing into me. So I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit. And so I, I do a little, I do zippy little asshole things, right? I will literally, <laughs> like if, if everyone clearly needs to merge left, I will go into the right lane and haul ass up and then cut in front of them. Right. <laughs> because fuck you. I don't care. And plus I got California plates and I think if I can just feel more hatred towards California, that'd be awesome. <laughs> there really is something to that. Like, <laughs> like trolling it, just, them. it makes it feel so much better about myself. Yeah. And so I was, I was doing that. Right. I went to a right lane. I'm going all around these people. They're clearly merging left. And I like start to cut in and this big ass truck goes like, like, I mean, dude, his tire is like inches from my car and it's he's his tires are like as the height of my car. Okay. My car's mm -hmm. tiny. Yeah. And I just keep gunning in front of him. 
just like bah. <laughs> and he is pissed and he keeps he's like revving his engine and i'm just like whatever and i have i have like i have system of a down playing playing loudly in my car and it was like one of their yeah, it was some like angry music it was just like loud like, da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't feel it anymore. <laughs> and you know he's anymore. like, what the, what the fuck? Am I, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's awesome. It makes me feel so great because I know I just pissed that guy off for the rest of the day. There was also um, the American. Mm, representative it was the like it was like the it was track but it was i can't remember the actual event and it was this black girl this black lady who oh, with ran, the nails oh my god she ran full nails full like, like hair Dude, full makeup I've, I've never seen a track and field she contestant have like wild she had her fast. hair done wild. she had fucking yeah. big ass like oh, fake yeah. eyelashes her nails were like longer than my forearm and this bitch was so fast. Oh my God. She blew everyone out of the fucking water so uh -huh. fast. And then at the end of it, she won the race and went, ran straight to her grandma and just like cried. And yeah. I didn't even, I had no information, no context. I didn't know anything about her yeah, before I saw then, that. But then America was like, you did weed. Oh my goodness. You have done a weed. You smoked a weed. <laughs> You can't go to the Olympics and win us millions of dollars. Fuck you. Yeah. You weed, you weedy. Listen, on one end of the spectrum, that was really dumb. On she, her part. Well, like on both parts. Like it was dumb on her part end. to do it. It was dumb on whoever the fuck is in charge of who goes to the Olympics part to be like, yeah, no, she can't go because she did a right. weed. You literally, like the Olympics took place in like, what was it? Like Moscow or some shit. And Olympians were literally fucking on balconies in front of people and they were taking Oh, pictures. that was at Sochi. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like people some dark things are gonna, there. that's what I'm saying. Like fucking rabid, wild, like like feral packs of dogs were roaming the hallways <laughs> of some like motel they were in yeah. and like threatening like the lives of the Olympians and they didn't give a shit. But one American representative does a little doobie one just, time. Just one hit, you and know? They're like, she didn't even inhale. Oh, <laughs> so much scandal. You can't race ever again. It was just ridiculous. Here's a question. Male gymnasts, do you think it would benefit them or hurt them? to bust before they go on and perform help. You think it would help them if oh, they were, I, if they were busting 100% do. So me and Terry actually did some, some experiments <laughs> before my second child was born. I was very athletic, very fit. Okay. We were in the gym five times a week. Okay. For at least two hours. Okay. I was very strong. Um, and so we kind of just lived our lives just the way that we did. You know, sometimes we had sex, sometimes we didn't. When we did, though, we noticed a difference. In the gym? Like, like you performed better in the gym? A noticeable difference. And so it got to a point where it was like, do you feel like after we do it, we just lift better? And he noticed it too. So we put it to the test. It was true. It was like, okay, let's not fuck today and deadlift. And then in three days, we'll fuck right before we go to the gym and deadlift again and see what our maxes are. Yep. And they were better? Yep. And then we, we found this, uh, there's like a YouTube video of, um, I can't remember, it's like the UFC fighters or boxers or something like that. And they, one was told not to have sex with his wife before he came in and punched like a bag, like a, a punching bag that had some kind of meter that could determine like how much force he was hitting with. Okay. Punch it as hard as you possibly can. And then they found an equivalent athlete in the same field and said, fuck your wife and then come in. They had measured basically the same, like to the like decimal. They were very slightly different, but basically the same. One comes in, didn't have sex and he hits and it's hard. You know, he punches with force. <laughs> yeah. 
a force, the force of an athlete who's super fit and has been training for fucking forever. Okay. And then this dude comes in who's an athlete who's been training for fucking forever and also fucked his wife the night before. And it was like <laughs> crazy better. <laughs> so <laughs> me and Terry felt very validated after watching that. All right. I'll have to tell Danny. I'll be like, look, I can type faster. When we <laughs> <laughs> We are all done with the break. We're back. We're broken officially. Yeah, we're back and you sound so much more sober. I feel so much more sober. <laughs> yeah. You feel a little better. You played me some like Lady Gaga. I did. Some other stuff. Gaga. And I, I felt instantly better. We played Gaga system of a down fucking. Mm -hmm. We got to Blake Shelton somehow. Yeah, no, somehow country <laughs> made its way in there. Yeah, it it all fixed me right up. It's great. It's great. Well, Jessica, spin the wheel with your sober hands. I will. Look at you growing. You didn't even say hoof. I was about to apologize and say, I'm so sorry to offend you because I, I called your hooves hands. I wasn't offended. These are clearly human hands here with Those five fingers on each hand. Great prosthetics. Nope. They're normal. They're actual like, SFX full of blood vessels, special effects. Nope. Natural. No, I get it. Naturally occurring. No, I get it. I've seen, I've seen movies, whatever. They can make people look all like they made Brandon Frazier look like he was 600 pounds. You know what I mean? Whatever. Sure. Prosthetics. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You have been sacrificed in an ancient temple. Which civilization is giving you to the gods? Oh my gosh. I've been sacrificed. You can't say, uh, you cannot say Mayan. Why? Because we're Mexican. They sacrificed them themselves all the time. No, but I'm saying you can't say that because it's too easy. But it isn't easy. It's easy. I would still be dying. It's easy. Fine. Dude, I don't know enough about anthropology. <laughs> I was just going to straight up say like. Whoever straight up threw broads into volcanoes. Fuck, you'd be thrown in a volcano? I'd die so fast. Like fucking children of the corn type of shit? Fuck yeah. Did they throw someone <laughs> in a volcano? It wasn't a volcano. I never saw that movie. First of all, I'm pretty sure it was Alyssa Milano. And they threw her in like, <laughs> in like some like reactor or some shit. <laughs> Cause she was like, she had her 18th birthday and they're like, you have to be sacrificed now. And she was like, dope children, children are fucking Slutty awesome. Slutty whore. I gotta, I gotta be murdered now. And she like <laughs> dove head first into this fucking like vat of lava or some shit. I mean, that's not really what I was thinking of. I was thinking like a legitimate volcano, but like either way it works fine for me. Like something that's like so hot, it burns your nerve endings so fast. You go into shock, feel nothing and you die instantly. Cause it's so fucking awful. Ah, uh, I, I wouldn't be so lucky. No, mm -mm. you would choose something different. No, I wouldn't choose it. It's just what, which one would do it, you know? Oh, is that the question? I thought we were choosing. Which civilization is giving you to the gods? Yeah, I thought that was my understanding. My interpretation of that was that I'm choosing who's giving me to the gods, who's sacrificing me for religious purposes. Oh. But your interpretation apparently was realistically, what would your luck bring you? Yeah. So who is it? Oh, it'd be brutal. It'd be the Egyptians, dude. They'd fuck oh, me up. Oh, no. They did some nasty shit. You know, they'd like- They'd mummify you alive. They'd fucking, they'd fucking have bugs eat my fucking skin off. The scarabs. And then when my all my skin was gone, they'd, they'd fucking like wrap me up with like acid toilet paper or some shit. <laughs> acid paper? Uh-huh. And let me just fucking starve to death, like in a dark room. Oh. To, you know, for- with fucking no tongue for, and you no, know, all, all for Amunet or whatever. <laughs> uh -huh. Your tongue is gone. Your dick and balls are gone. Oh yeah. They, they put, they cut off my dick and balls and like ate them yeah. like in front of me sure. probably. Right. Like the priest did. Uh huh. Um, and then, yeah, they, they sacrificed me to Amun Ra or whoever the fucking, their fucking gods are. It would have been brutal though. It would have been really wow. painful. Yeah. That was not where my mind It would have been painful, slow death. Well, my original thought was like, like now I did say gods, but I feel like the Catholics did some sacrificing. Or something, you know, like, uh, like know. way back in the day. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know about that. I haven't looked into it personally. Look, I guess I don't know either, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like it's time to move into my stories, it which is. I am very excited for. It is. So you're talking about temple and I believe you said something about cults. Yes. The word temple led me to look into people who have perhaps fled from some sort of outlandish religion 
with outlandish practices that used a temple for like, its worship. Like the women who fled R. Kelly's sex cult? Yes, yes, yes. Very, very similar. Okay. I thought of people who escaped from cults. I have, let me just double check. I have one. Is Leah Ramini one of them? I have one good one. And then after that, I have also another good one, but it is for patrons only. Oh. So I've got two real good ones I did a lot of research on. The first one, totally for free. The second. $5 paywall, bitches. (laughs) 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 <laughs> God, we're pieces of shit. <laughs> you thought I'm going to buy this like six pack of Kraft Mac and cheese. Nuh-uh, not this month. Not if you want to hear these stories and our super secret podcast that is totally worth it. Anyway, we begin with COE and Lee. Exotic. I got most of my information from BBC and many of their articles. COE and Lee was a, or is actually a South Korean woman. Okay. In 2013, uh, Seo-Yen had come home to South Korea from the U.S. where she was studying for the summer. Her mom was suffering from uterine cancer, but she had refused treatment, which was especially distressing to Seo-Yen because her father had died of cancer not too long before. And she told Seo-Yen, Seo-Yen's mother, told her that she would only seek treatment if Seo-Yen went with her to Grace Road Church. Okay, real quick. Don't, if, if women get like one of those women cancers, like the uterine and all that, can't they just scoop all that out and it's gone? I don't know. Maybe. Like, am I wrong? I really don't know. Okay. Either anyway. way, this woman said she wouldn't get treatment for it unless her daughter returned home. So mom wants to go to what? Grace Road? Grace Road. Okay. Quote, I told mom, I told my mom, I think it's a cult, but she didn't believe me. It was very bizarre, said Seoian. There were people screaming, crying, speaking in tongues, and the sermon was about how the end times were coming. Eventually, Seoian had to return to the U.S. for school, but found her mother had still not sought treatment and would only do so on one condition. And that condition was that Seoian quit school entirely and return home in South Korea. Mm. Mother, thankfully, did get treatment and she underwent surgery. She tells Seoian she wants to move to Fiji to recover. I mean, dope, right? Sure. She insisted that during her recovery that Seoian accompany her, that she go to Fiji with her. Okay. Eventually, Seoian agreed to go for just two weeks to help her adjust. At that point, I didn't know it was all an elaborate ruse, she said. <gasps> when I got to Fiji... I saw we were driving to a commune. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was like, how could I have been so stupid? South Korea has a significant Christian population, and in recent decades, many small fringe churches have sprung up, some of them developing cult-like characteristics. Grace Road, which insists even today that it is not a cult, started out very small in 2002, but by 2018 numbered about 1,000 followers. The church's founder and head pastor, Shin Okju believes that a great famine is imminent. She believes that her followers need to prepare for the arrival of Christ by moving specifically to Fiji. Fiji is one of the very few places God will protect from starvation. No context given, just accept it. I was like, dude, I imagine it would be like Jerusalem or something, right? No idea. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that I don't know that Fiji would be on the list. It it is though. It is. It is. Sorry. Okay. So sorry. About 400 of its followers now live in Fiji, mostly working for the company that the church has set up to manage its operations called the GR Group, AKA Grace Road Group. COEN says those there have been quote unquote handpicked by leadership, maybe depending on how much you've donated. This sounds very familiar. GR? GR. I've heard of this. Quote, when my dad died, we were left a certain sum of money I'm pretty sure my mom took all that, all of that and gave it to the church, she said. They make you sell your property, quit your job, cut off your friends. Oh, yeah. The group has built up basically a, just all the culty a things. A stereotypical cult, yeah. like through and through. Everything you would imagine <laughs> a cult would do. Give me all of your money, cut off anyone who isn't giving me all of their money. Yeah, literally the only things missing are weird sex stuff and drugs. Yeah. Yeah. The is, that, group, is that coming, though? It's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this one... 
is still a cult, but it avoids those specific two things. It's a PG-13 cult. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. The group has built up a sizable business empire from construction to restaurants to agriculture in Fiji. Quote, Farming is our original mission because we need to prepare for the famine. We need to be self-sufficient. This is a quote from Daniel Kim, president of GR Group and Ms. Shin's son. Okay. Between 2017 and 2018, however, five church members who had returned to South Korea accused Ms. Shin of confiscating their passports and holding them against their will, forcing them into labor, and reported that they were ritually beaten in order to, quote, drive out evil spirits, unquote, alleging that one follower had even died as a result. And I have here images of Ms. Shin. Let's see. Go ahead and scroll. She's very happy in... Oh, she is joyous. (laughs) 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 And and then she's just fucking bitch slapping somebody. She is full backhanding someone. (laughs) This man in this image is receiving the backhand of his life. (laughs) How did you get that picture? In 2018, Shinokju was arrested and sentenced to six years in prison in South Korea for child abuse, false imprisonment, assaulting church followers, and fraud. Mr. Kim, her son, firmly denies wrongdoing and said of his mother, quote, I don't understand why they're treating her like a criminal. He insisted that absolutely no ritual beatings had taken place. Quote, if someone did something very wrong, they might get slapped by our pastor, maybe. Okay. But in a way that a mother would rebuke her child, he said. The cause of the follower's death was cancer, the one that reportedly died of beatings. Oh, it was really cancer. He was cancerous at the time. Okay. He probably died from that, okay? There's no evidence to connect it to beatings, he said. He says that all those in Fiji had actually volunteered to go, that they were welcome whether they had money or not. The allegations of them only being rich people were not true. When asked... What of the allegations that the 400 church members are essentially being held against their will? He said, impossible. If we really captured their passports, it's very simple. They can just go to the embassy and get emergency passports. And that's exactly what Sioian had to do. Oh. (laughs) The day before she was due to leave, which was much longer than two weeks, she realized that her laptop and passport were missing. Her mother admitted that she had taken them in order to stop Sioian from leaving, she tried ringing the police, COEN did, but alleges that the other followers rang the police back and told them that it was a joke. Mm. Would that be would that be a sort of like doomsday cult that they're expecting this great famine to strike the world? I'd say so. Right? That's pretty doomsday-ish to me. Yeah, their entire practice revolves around preparing for So the mom is just protecting COEN from the famine. It it is something really sad. It does seem like she gives a shit. She authentically believes all this stuff, and she believes that she's trying to protect Protect her her daughter. Protect her from the famine that she believes is imminent. Anyway, quote, Sioian says, They tried to block me, but I ran out to the road. I was going insane. She found a police car, which took her to the station, and eventually she managed to get an emergency passport. Quote, They followed me all the way from the station to the embassy in a car. That Mm. was when my mom tried to break me. She told me I was adopted. That was how I found out. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Goddamn. Uh-huh. Yeah. So mom was like, you're no daughter of mine, bitch. She told me my entire family, my aunts, uncles, grandmother, my cousins, were all moving here to Fiji, and our apartment had been sold, their apartment in South Korea. She was trying to convince me that I had nobody, said Sioian. But I would never have gotten brainwashed and joined the church. I would have killed myself if they had made me stay. Now back in South Korea, she says, she can't afford to return to studying, but has moved on and now has a steady job. I'm very happy with where I am in life. I still love my family, but as cold as this might sound, I can't really forgive them for what they've done. And after everything that's happened, I can never invite them back into my life, she said, which I think is totally fair. That's fair, yeah. She says, they are so deep in the cult that there is no way I could change their minds. If they're already in Fiji, they're a lost cause. Goddamn. She was in the Lost Cause. She went to Fiji and back. That's all I had. That's a short one. Yeah. I do have one more, though. It's just only for patrons. Oh, shucks. Man, all you got to do is go to threeshotsin.com. Click that. (laughs) 
Click that monthly subscription link and you can listen to this story. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> it's really good, actually. That was wild. That was a wild Patreon exclusive story. Yep. Who knew? Cults don't have to be, you know, crazy numerous groups. No. Sometimes the cult can be your parents. Gross. Parent cult. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to spin the wheel. Do it. Jake and Jess become deities. <gasps> Hell yeah. Yes. What are you the deity of? So for those of you who don't know the word deity, it means a god. Mm-hmm. So we become the god of, I know exactly what I am. I'm thinking like, like petty gods. Oh, dude, I would be a trickster for sure. I'm a trickster god of fucking You're partying. Loki turning into horses and getting. Like, like imagine, imagine if Loki and like Dionysus had a fucking baby together. Like I get so it. you're you're a troll who gets drunk who gets all super the time. drunk and parties and parties. You okay. know if I was a if I was a trickster alcohol deity that I'd just have like the best nipples. You know that would just like you squeeze them and just wine comes out. You know people will milk you for wine. Oh, they just slurp on my nipples. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And other things. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure wine comes out of other places yeah, as well. Yeah, if you want better wine, you know where to get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got Franzia in these nipples. Mm, I'm not sure. I think I'm thinking something like fear-based, like I scare you. I pop out of the darkness and I go, ah, like that's my thing. But like, like not like a in vampire? a- mm, No, I don't like eat you. I feed off your fear. So I just kind of like chase you around and make you feel scared of things. That sounds like a demon. Jess. Oh, um, well, I mean, that that's what I chose. That's what I am. You're just, you're just the god of making you feel darkness. creeped out. <laughs> god, okay. <laughs> Jesus. I guess you're just gonna I mean, I'm talking about fucking partying with people and just pulling little pranks here and there. Yeah. And then just as like, I don't know, fucking Blake Lively is like grabbing you by your nipple and like pulling so that wine squirts out under her face. Yeah, and all over her body. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I turn her into a giant foot with long like gnarled fucking yellowed toenails. Mm. And instead of wine squirting all over her, it's like fucking like a nest of spiders exploded. Okay, ew, you can't do that. You, <laughs> Why? You can't. Why? Because we're we're deities together. We're not against each other. It didn't say together. Well, I'm saying we're together. And I didn't say I would do that to you. I'm just giving you an example of what I do. Don't do that to Blake. She would never know. This is your fear, not hers. She oh, probably so wouldn't care if she was a foot. She just keeps eating my, my, my nipple wine? Yeah. But to you, it's a giant, like, diseased, like, pussy. Oh, okay. Sore. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Covered foot. No, stop it. Crawling with spiders. Stop it. Fine. Fine. Then I, I snap my fingers and Terry turns into Nicolas Cage. Why? Because Jessica. You're the god of like tits and wine. Isn't that what you said? And a trickster. Remember, I'm making tricks. Oh, good. Because my tricks are worse. I will snap my fingers and boom, you only have hooves. Now you can't even snap your fingers. I will you snap to, my fingers. You have to clop your hooves together to do magic. And every, every single yoga instructor in the entire world, the hot ones. Will just turn into Toby Maguire. No. Yeah. But like with like black eyes and like sickly pale skin and blue veiny veins okay. all over his body. Okay. Stop it. Stop. You ever you see those bitches on fucking like TikTok and fucking Instagram doing what do they call it? Equine yoga? No. They literally just do yoga on like the backs of horses. That's so stupid. It, dude, it's fucked up, man. <laughs> like you're literally like doing a handstand on like the butt of a horse. And you're just making that horse stand still so you can do yoga. The horse doesn't give a shit. Dude, what the fuck? That horse could be sitting there eating grass. If they're skinny little doing, ladies, the horse doesn't even notice. You're doing yoga on them? He doesn't Why? care. Why? They don't care. Ridiculous. They're so huge. They barely feel it. Still, it's fucked up. Just do yoga on the fucking ground. No, really, though. <laughs> like, why you got to do it on a horse? Just do regular yoga. <laughs> no one cares that the horse is there. The horse doesn't even care that it's there. No. No, but then they're making jokes is like a bunch of these women are doing the equine yoga and like the horses are just getting full on erect. (laughs) (laughs) 
So like if she makes one mistake and falls, like she, she's, she's done. She's, she's going to get raped to death by this horse. <laughs> oh my God. It's terrible. I know. I mean, that actually makes it a little more exciting. <laughs> it it kind of does. <laughs> like, you know, ooh, don't fall off. <laughs> it raises the stakes a little bit. <laughs> scarier than regular yoga. <laughs> well, all right. With that. We'll end this episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please visit our website, threeshotsin.com, and tell everyone you know about this podcast. Everyone you know who has been in a cult or um, has, you know, ever been inside of a temple. Yeah, or hitting any, anyone, or legendary or otherwise. Anyone who's watched any sort, any form of like Scientology documentary. Right, right. Anyone who's purchased the books for Scientology. Right. Those two. Right. Yeah. Um, all you Latter-day Saints people, you come on. Come Anyone on. who does CrossFit. Uh, if you do CrossFit, you'd love this podcast. Anyone who sells Sensi or essential oils. Tell them about the podcast. They're going to love it. Just tell them all. They'll gonna, love it. They're going to love it. They'll have a blast. Yeah. Also, while you're on our website, come on, do the right thing. Subscribe to us on Patreon. Okay. We have a link right there. You just got to click it and boom, you're oh, on Patreon. It is so easy. So easy. You, you think like, you know, oh, maybe, maybe this, this, you know, month I'll buy five cans of spam. Well, no need. You don't need that spam. You don't need that spam. You know what you do need? A Us. subscription to our Patreon. Yeah. Because we have so much on there. It'll improve your days so much. Your month will be so much better because yeah. we're in it. And your cholesterol lower. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So Plus, just. I heard that. I heard that people who, who subscribe to us on Patreon. You heard. Um, they, they perform better in bed. Wow. You heard that? Uh-huh. You did like a, you ran like a poll or something. People answered that they did better in bed because yeah, they, they perform better in bed. I like, we had someone who was subscribed to us mm -hmm. and then they canceled <gasps> for all of about a week. Oh, um, but then they almost got divorced because they stopped performing in bed. You know, that sucks. Yeah. But then they realized that it was because they, they weren't a patron anymore. They re-upped on the subscription and boom. They were way better. Porn star level. No need for Vi Viagra. What? Who? Who? What? No need. Mm -mm. Got it all right here, baby girl. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> was this bit too much? It was a bit much. There, was there I a didn't, line? I just didn't think it was necessary. Okay. I think you your message was delivered without it. All right. All right. Well, when you're on Patreon subscribing, okay, 16 digit number on your card, three digits on the back, zip code, easy peasy. Oh, it's so um, fast. And while you're typing that, think about all the amazing things you get to hear. You get to hear our super secret, ultra exclusive podcast, Three Shot Cinema. Oh yes, Three Shot Cinema, where we watch terrible, god awful movies for you. Yes. And we give you a way to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. which is through our eyes. Yes, yes, we review them. We walk you through them, through our lens, our funny, adorable lens. Quirky and silly. Yeah. We're just silly little geese. Moist. Mm, nope, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, mm, you, you don't no. think our lenses are moist? My lens, my lenses are clear and dry and without humidity. Oh. That would be weird. Okay. I don't think that'd be a very good lens. All right, whatever. All right. Well, I mean, regardless... Um, let's say you're not into Patreon. You're not into the subscriptions. No big deal. We do also on our pod, on our uh, podcast website have our Patreon, or I'm sorry, PayPal, one-time donation button, our link to our internet tip jar. Just give it a little visit and drop us like, I don't know, a little hundo. Yeah, just maybe a, little two. Bit, a little bit here and there, you know. Whatever. Oh, look, grandma gave me a Visa gift card for my birthday. I'm going to give it all to three shots in. Cool. You oh can do gosh. that on PayPal. Thank you. So nice of you. Be awesome. Yeah. Anything you want. And don't forget, you must tune in next week where we're talking about captains. Captains. Yeah. Captain. So excited. So we can be talking about like Captain Morgan. Morgan. Captain Cap Captain Hook. Hook. Um Captain uh, like 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 What's the Star Trek captain? Captain Not Spock. The other one. Shatner. Yeah. Captain Shatner. No, no. What's his character's name? Captain. Captain. Corvo. Corn. Corn. Cornelius. Oh, who fucking cares? Captain. Picard. Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we nailed it. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that was Shatner at all, though. <laughs> Neither do I. I'm pretty sure that wasn't that the, the old British dude. 
Um, uh, fucking Professor Xavier, Xavier. with Picard. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Whatever. If you watch Star Trek, you're a nerd and you should totally subscribe to us on Patreon. <laughs> you would love it. You specifically. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time, everybody. We will see you then. It's just happened so much lately, you know, like skinning I've, I've, people in front of their children. Oh, you know, I don't know. I don't think I would actually skin them like maybe, but I don't think so.